Well, good morning and welcome to Walk It Out. I'm Leah McCray, and I thank you for joining me on this podcast. It has been a minute, and that is because I have had laryngitis. That's partly the reason, mainly the reason for the last week's absence. But um, also, I started uh, a television broadcast, Walk It Out with Leah McCray as well. So I had to prepare for that, but I am glad to be back with you on this podcast. My voice is um, still a little bit raspy. But I hope you can hear me for the most part. Hope it's clear. It's getting there. God is a healer. Amen. Jehovah Rapha, the God our healer, the Lord our healer. Hallelujah. So um, anyway, let's get started here. We are in Genesis chapter 35. And um, as always, first let me just welcome you guys for joining me on the podcast. Get on your, I'm on my treadmill. So you guys get on your bikes, your treadmill, if you're doing uh, yoga, Pilates, whatever it is that you're doing to get, to get your, uh, to transform your body as we transform our minds with the word of God. Let's get ready to get started. Amen. So I'm going to open us up in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you so much, Lord. We thank you for this day. We thank you that you are our daddy. Oh, Father, what a faithful, wonderful, loving God you are. Holy God, holy and just and righteous. And we just thank you. Father, we ask for forgiveness of all sin, Lord. We ask that you would uh, create in us a clean heart so that we will not sin against you. And Father, we just thank you uh, for the, the ability that you have given us to forgive others. And we forgive anyone that has harmed us or um, that has uh, come against us, anyone we have ought of. We forgive them, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you so much. <coughs> So, let's go ahead and get started with uh, Genesis 35. Alright, I'm reading from the New Living Translation today. Uh, and, we're, and we begin. Uh, then God said to Jacob, Get ready and move to Bethel and settle there. Build an altar there to the God who appeared to you when you fled from your brother Esau. So Jacob told everyone in his household, get rid of all your pagan idols, purify yourselves, and put on clean clothing. We are now going to Bethel, where I will build an altar to the God who answered my prayers when I was in distress. He has been with me wherever I have gone. Listen, <clears throat> we can tell from this verse right here, these couple verses, that... Uh, that there has been a change in Jacob. We knew it back in the previous chapter when we saw him wrestling with the Lord, um, wrestling with his identity, with his fake, with his false identity, with who he thought he was, with who he had been. So we saw him wrestling, and we see now that he came out. Well, we knew that he came out a different person because God changed his name. So we already know in the spirit by reading the word of God that there was a change in Jacob. But in this, these two verses, we see how profound this change really was. And we know that he's still going to, or we'll see, that he's still going to be walking out his, his, uh, his salvation, uh, his new uh, uh, creation-ness, if that's a word. Okay, just like we all have to walk it out. 
Uh, we all have to walk out our salvation and walk out who we are in God. It's a process. But we see, <coughs> excuse me, this big change because Jacob tells them, everyone in his household, to get rid of all your pagan idols. So, obviously, he knew that there were idols in his household and he had been tolerating the fact that they were idols in his household but now now Jacob who is now Israel he has a he has a new frame of reference he has a changed mind he has turned away from some things and he is telling his household as for me and my house we are going to serve the Lord he is telling them to get rid of all the idols and to purify themselves to consecrate themselves to make themselves right with God and to put on clean clothing so so he is telling them uh, to get changed just like he was changed amen and he goes on to say that they are going to Bethel okay which Bethel means the house of the Lord uh, that's what the town is named he says, where I will build an altar to the God who answered my prayers when I was in distress. He has been with me wherever I have gone. Here is a newfound revelation for Jacob slash Israel. Okay, now he understands. He may have had an inkling in the past and, uh, and he had uh, knowledge on some level, but now he is thoroughly convinced. He knows that he knows that he knows that it has been God who has been with him, who has uh, saved him, who has prospered him. He knows that it is God who has been with him wherever he has gone. And he speaks this now. This is a um, new boldness, a new sureness in Israel. Amen. And this is and we should look at this as, as how we should be. When God changes our name, when uh, we meet him, and when we uh, take, uh, let go of the false identity and take on our true identity, we should have a change of mind. We should uh, begin to recognize that there have been false idols in our camp and get them out. Get them out of our thoughts, get them out of our, our life, just get them out clean house so to speak and that's what Jacob did so continuing in verse 4 man all that was just in the first three verses God's word is rich okay verse 4 so they gave Jacob all their pagan idols and, and earrings and he buried them under the great tree near Shechem as they set out oh hallelujah and this is what we need to do we need to bury anything that is not of God in our lives we need to bury it deep we need to get rid of it we need to cast it out get it out of us and bury that stuff as they set out a terror from God spread over the people in all the towns of that area so no one attacked Jacob's family again this is oh man God is showing us his protection his provision how he cares for us he sends out a he tells Jacob to go somewhere and then he makes sure that he can get there he will tell you to go somewhere to do something and he will make sure that you can go and that you can do he will make sure that no one that nothing is going to 
stand in your way and impede you, right? So Jacob didn't know that God had sent this terror out among the peoples, but he was following God. So we don't always know what God is doing on our behalf, and it's not up to us to know, okay? We just need to be obedient, follow God, but we can learn from Scripture that God will prosper our way, that he will make sure that if he tells us to get in the boat and to sail to the other side, that he is going to make sure that we get there. Hallelujah. Oh, that blesses me. So, eventually, we're in verse 6. Eventually, Jacob and his household arrived at Luz, also called Bethel, in Canaan. Jacob built an altar there and named the place El Bethel, which means God of Bethel, because God had appeared to him there when he was fleeing from his brother Esau. Wow. Soon after this, Rebekah's old nurse Deborah died. She was buried beneath the oak tree in the valley below Bethel. Ever since the tree has been ever since the tree has been called Alan Bakuth, which means oak of weeping. Now that Jacob had returned from Padan Aram, God appeared to him again at Bethel. God blessed him. Man, say, your name is Jacob, but you will not be called Jacob any longer. From now on, your name will be Israel. So God renamed him Israel. Wow. So again, <clears throat> this just uh, signifies and uh, clarifies <laughs> and memorializes, hallelujah, the change that Jacob has turned from the old man. He, he wrestled with that old man and he, be, and he transformed into the new creature in Christ. God changed him. His, his, uh, his encounter with, with Jesus, the angel of the Lord, capital A, his encounter with God has changed him. He is a new creation. He has a new name, just like us. Hallelujah. Then God said, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. So now he has the same blessing. God pronounces the same blessing on him that he pronounced on Adam. He says, be fruitful and multiply. Amen. So this is the God's blessing never changes. God's blessing is, is uh, all-encompassing. It is to be fruitful, and it is to multiply. It is to bear fruit, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, all of that that we will uh, learn or we will read about in the New Testament. But it's also to, uh, to be uh, productive, to... to uh, not to be added to, uh, but to be multiplied. Amen. Just to always be budding and blossoming and growing and increasing. Hallelujah. Think of that. Think of the blessing in those terms. God has blessed us to be always blossoming, increasing, budding, growing. Hallelujah. And to be more like him. Be fruitful and multiply. So God pronounces the very same blessing on Jacob. And he says, you will become a great nation. And again, this is the blessing he gave to Abraham. 
You will become a great nation, even many nations. Kings will be among your descendants, and I will give you the land I once gave to Abraham and Isaac. Wow. Yes, I will give it to you and your descendants after you. Then God went up from the place where he had spoken to Jacob. Jacob set up a stone pillar to mark the place where God had spoken to him. Then he poured wine over it as an offering to God and anointed the pillar with olive oil. And Jacob named the place Bethel, which means house of God, because God had spoken to him there. My, my, my. Leaving Bethel, now we're in verse 18. Leaving Bethel, Jacob and his clan moves and moved on toward Ephrath. But Rachel went into labor while they were still distance, some distance away. Her labor pains were intense. After a very hard delivery, the midwife finally exclaimed, Don't be afraid, you have another son. Rachel was about to die. But with her last breath, she named the baby Ben-Noni, which means son of my sorrow. The baby's father, who was Jacob, Israel, however, called him Benjamin, which means son of my right hand. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. So Rachel, Jacob's love, Israel's love he loved her so much she finally passes here and she passes while giving birth and she names the baby son of her sorrow because she know uh, she knows that she's dying you know and she's in, and, and she's sorrowful but Jacob Israel names the son Benjamin son of his right hand this is the last child born to the woman to he and the woman that he loved so very much so he cannot name this child sorrow he cannot let this child be called sorrow because it is the last gift given to him from the wife that he loves so he changes the name and Jacob set up a stone monument over Rachel's grave and it can be seen there to this day then Jacob traveled on and camped beyond Migdal Eder while he was living there Reuben had intercourse with Bilal, his father's concubine, and Jacob soon heard about it. Okay, my goodness. Now we see some sin coming up in Jacob's family and his children, right? And could this be because, you know, he had allowed some stuff to be going on in his family that we learned about earlier in this chapter that he finally says enough, but we're going to start to see some fruit of what has been allowed to be happening in this family you know that he has not upheld the standard of God in his family until just recently so we're going to see some of the fruit of that and these then it goes on to say these are the names of the 12 sons of Jacob the sons of Leah uh, were Reuben and that's Jacob's oldest son Simeon Levi Judah Issachar and Zebulun the sons of Rachel were Joseph and Benjamin. The sons of Bilal, Rachel's servant, were Dan and Naphtali. The sons of Zilpath, Leah's servant, were Gad and Asher. These are the names of the sons who were born to Jacob at Padan Aram. Okay, so these are the 12 sons, the 12 tribes of Israel. We just learned who they are. 
from these 12 sons of Jacob become the whole nation of Israel, the 12 tribes of Israel. Isn't that exciting? Isn't that amazing? Right? From these 12 boys born to Jacob, born to Israel, come the whole nation of Israel. Hallelujah. So, Jacob returned to his father Isaac in Mamre, which is near uh, Karath, now called Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had both lived as foreigners. Isaac lived for 180 years. Then he breathed his last and died at a ripe old age, joining his ancestors in death, and his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. So here they are, reunited at their father's uh, funeral, at their father's death. These, these two sons who uh, battled in the early years, separated as God was dealing with each of them, and now reunited again at the, at the death of their father. Wow. And we can see the hand of God in this chapter. We can see his faithfulness. We can see his, his, uh, his provision and his over, overarching, uh, not control, but just how he, how he cared and how he uh, made things happen, made a way for Jacob, how he moved on Esau's heart to bring them back together because he told Jacob that he would return to this land. So just the faithfulness of God. If there's one thing we can get out of this chapter, I mean, there are a whole lot. There's several. But one is just the faithfulness of God. Hallelujah. How, how we don't have to make things happen on our own. And Jacob finally learned that, right? And how when we wrestle with our false identity, when we finally be done with it and get rid of it, uh, then we can start to rise up boldly and command some things in our life that are not lining up with God. Uh, we'll see them clearly and we can get them out of our lives and begin to walk in alignment with God. And again, it doesn't mean that we're going to get everything right at that moment uh, because we'll see that Jacob, Israel, you know, that it was a process. He still had some walking out to do just like we do. Amen. But the fact that we can turn away from that old man, our old creature, our former selves, and embrace the new, our new creation, our new name, and walk in that power and under that blessing of God, oh my goodness, that is an awesome, awesome wonder. So, I thank you for joining me on this uh, podcast. We have been working out for, I don't know, about 23, 24 minutes. So take the rest of this time to cool down if you're doing 30 minutes like I am. And just uh, praise God as you're cooling down. Chew on this word. Allow, uh, allow it to penetrate. Meditate on it. Meditate on the faithfulness of God. Meditate on the provision of God. Meditate on, on him as a, as a healer, as, as, as your banner. Think about the army that fights on your behalf and the angels, hallelujah, that go before you. And just praise God and have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the day, uh, evening, or whatever time it is that you're uh, with me on this podcast. Just know that you are blessed of God. Hallelujah. 
you are blessed of God. All right, until we until we get together again to work this thing, transforming our bodies as we transform our minds, you be blessed.